back to another episode of the Hall of Justice Comic Cast. You got Above Average Joe and Excalibur here again. Yo, um, I think I found my Morpher. I think I found it. I got it. I, We're good. You know, mine are somewhere. Maybe. Sort of. It's probably best that I don't go looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 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 But uh, in case you haven't guessed it, we were going to take uh, a bit of a trip to, to Angel Grove. So I, uh, and beyond. Oh, yes. Mm. So I, I guess you know what time that is. It's Morphin Time! Dragonzord! Mastodon! So yeah, we're diving into the recent run of Power Rangers comics. Oh boy. Specifically, Shattered Grid, the big crossover event that ran the first, what, 30 some odd issues? 31. 32, I guess, if Yeah, because there was the, the annual, annual and the number one. Or, or I guess 33, because it was zero? Damn, right? Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Comic math is hard. Um, So here, and, and I was thinking about this today. Here's the most impressive thing, is something that we've always seen very largely as a kid's property mm-hmm. for a very long time. Oh, yeah. But then, of course, everybody that grew up in the era of Power Rangers just continued now yeah. um, into the modern day scape. Um, At least made it like another two series deep. Yeah. Um, but what we saw with this run of Power Rangers and what we're continuing to see um, with the beyond the grid arc um and the continuing go-go story is power rangers has not only has it aged up but kyle higgins and his team have been able to create this tapestry of the morphing grid without being yeah you know way too you know kitschy about it they've been he's been able to weave this extra amount of story and believability and he's given the property he's given context yeah like it's this is something we've never had before because i mean especially if you look at it even like the modern day run of shows it's very there's there's been a constant tone yeah yeah (laughs) so so let's take a second here and talk give some kind of vital stats on, on the the franchise here so way back when the handful of Power Rangers comic books that came out were released under Marvel, mm-hmm. and it was usually like season tie-ins or yeah. like, "Hey, there's a new action figure coming out." Let's, yep. Yeah, it was very what they very did small with Transformers things. in the '80s. Yeah. yeah. So now the pro- the the property got picked up by Boom, and that surprised mm-hmm. everybody. Well, and I think the biggest surprise with it being picked up by Boom is that at the, at the time, Boom was just kind of starting. Yeah, it was one of their launch titles. Yeah, they was, were really yeah. just getting ramped up. Boom was a very um, baby uh, on the indie comic book scene, um, and you just saw that like not on, not only Power Rangers, but they were starting to snap up like other licenses left and right. Oh yeah, like, they, they cut were the deal with Cartoon Network, and then you know even now further along they have Buffy. Like there's so much shit that they just started accumulating over just the last right away two years. They've been in a content war with IDW. Oh te- yeah. IDW's in trouble. As stuff has been bleeding from IDW and Dark Horse, Boom mm-hmm. has just been snatching things up. And they're not just snatching it up, but they're running with it. Uh, so they, they originally launched the, the, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers title. Uh, it was done by Kyle Higgins, was the, the launch writer on there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't remember the artist um, who launched it. I know... Uh, Dan Mora was a, a primary artist for a couple. A couple. I think he filled in for like that very first arc. I yeah, think and, and Mora was is the primary artist on on no, Go Go. Yeah. So uh, pardon us while we do some research here. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, take notes. I'm pretty sure I killed mm. that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, gorgeous, gorgeous art for uh, the book. Oh yeah, amazing art. Uh, just absolutely amazing. Yeah. The uh, um, you know what really stuck out to me from the art in this book? It felt almost Dragon Ball. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> there's always been this this thing floating in the community, the Power Rangers community, for a very long time, and I think it's because for those that may not know, I mean, you're just new to Rangerdom, or if you have always been in Rangerdom and didn't know where they got a lot of their filler footage from. Power Rangers is actually the sister series to Super Sentai in Japan. Yep. So, um, like any other Japanese import, so the more the only way we can really kind of compare this is with anime. Mm-hmm. So, Sentai comes over, and then Saban now Hasbro converts it into something for the American audience. And then they get their own set of actors. They create their own original story around it. But then all the filler scenes, Zords, fight scenes, transformations, some of them get borrowed from the Sentai series. Yeah, and just giving some some context here, they really didn't get to start telling their own stories until about season two because in the original season of the first show, they just got basically a box of costumes and props and some footage that had been cut together that was mm-hmm. like the fight scenes and the zords and stuff. And they right. were like, okay, well, we have to make this work. Right. We're going to feed a giant pig monster a sandwich. Yeah. And it's going to... And it's going to barf up all our weapons yeah. and we're going to have a good day. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So this series, they they age every, everything up. It's in a modern setting. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I thought was really cool. It was really smart. Really smart the way they did that. Uh, the, the main Mighty Morphin title, it was kind of teased as being kind of like Green Ranger year one. It's very Tommy-centric, mm-hmm. but not so much... Not like the show's Tommy-centric, where it's right. like, I'm the end-all, be-all of Power right. Rangers. This was Tommy learning how to fit into the team dynamic mm-hmm. that is already established. Yeah, and just dealing with the fact that he had been taken over yeah, by Rita. for, yeah, the better part of a year, yeah. And that was a, a, a good story beat they put in here is that Tommy especially it's really most seen in the zero issue and like the first two two issues after that Tommy's kind of got this ghost of Rita in his mind that's yeah. gnawing at his self-doubt and mm-hmm. sowing all these seeds you'll never fit in you don't belong here you're yep. not really a ranger and you can see it's it's eating at him which feeds really well into like once we get to shattered grid yeah because we figure out that that uh Draken, who is the alternate universe Tommy, that is purely why he took the path that he took. Because he never broke away from Rita, and she was able to implant herself more onto him. And he even took it to the nth degree and was like, I don't need you. And then, like, straight up, like, off her. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that was some Sith shit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the first story arc is really just kind of setting the groundwork for Tommy. Mm -hmm. He's... Dealing with a lot of guilt and, and, and fear over the whole Rita thing. He yep. doesn't know how to control his Zord yet. Nope. Doesn't know how to be part of the team yet. And it causes some initial friction between Jason and Tommy. Oh, yeah. him And, and that's what I loved about it, too, is that that's one thing that it, we didn't really get a lot of in the, in the core like TV series itself. They, we because, had like a first bump, and yeah. then they were like, like yeah, we're good. Yeah. yeah. We're workout buddies. We're like martial art buddies. But Higgins did an amazing job of... Especially because now we know that the series will eventually circle back around and it will be living in that White Tiger arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, but leading up into that, Tommy is not anywhere near being the leadership material for this group of Rangers. Not at all. So Tommy's coming in trying to fit in. Jason and his leadership complex kicks in. Like his ego just goes into overdrive. And he's like, who's this fucking new guy? Shows up with a fucking gold-ass shield. We were, he was kicking our ass up and down the street six months ago. And now we're just going to, like... We're just fine. Yeah, now that. we're just fine with this. Yeah, and he had the biggest issue with it. Well, I would say he and Zach. Oh, Zach. Zach so, had the bigger issue because Jason's was more of, you're not listening to me in the field. Yeah. You need to learn your place. And Here's what I loved about Zach's arc, which was magnificent. Oh, it was great. Not only was he having problems with the fact that Here's this new guy who is way more advanced than a lot of us as, as martial artists. Um, but I feel like I haven't been pulling my end of the bargain. And he even has a conflict with Zordon about it. And it was like, yo, I could have easily been the leader. Like, why? Like, and just goes on and on and on and on because he has this whole complex within himself that's just like, why am I even here? Yeah, this story, this the story, this this book does a really good job of 
playing up that teenage sense of identity. Yeah, 100%. But in the context of them actually maturing and, and living with the responsibility of being Power Rangers. Right. And, and Zack was the perfect example of that. So let's let's talk about how we get to, to Shattered Grid. So the first arc we have was the, the Black Dragon arc where... Oh, that was a great one. Essentially, just this big-ass Zord shows up. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It cuts off the Rangers, the, the, the original Rangers' ability to contact the Morphing Grid. And while that's happening, Tommy and Tommy and Billy, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so. Basically get ported into this alternate reality where the Black Dragon comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's like hell on earth. Right. Because this is a reality in which Rita conquered the world with Tommy's help. Tommy killed her, Tommy killed all the other rangers, and is basically, you know, God. Mm-hmm. And he calls himself Lord Dragon. That, that it's, some, it's some Terminator 2 shit, is what it is. It's some straight Terminator <laughs> yeah. 2 shit. So, the great thing about this arc, too, like this, this version of, or this first part of the arc, because, so, what we figure out, like, after Shattered Grid ends is that it happens in a couple of different phases. Mm-hmm. So, the first, that first arc with... Um, just the black dragon showing up. The cool thing about that was you saw the second generation of the Mighty Morphin team being involved with like this whole desolate earth. Oh yeah. And they were flat out like, yo, a lot of this happened because of Billy dying. And this was like right in the middle of us transitioning the power coins. Like it happened like pretty much like, Right after it. Yeah, it's... I'm trying to remember the body count there. So, Billy died. Yep. Jason... Jason was the first to die. Jason... Yeah, Jason was the first one. Yeah, because Jason was t- was taking on the White Tiger power and he was killed. Mm-hmm. Billy, di- Billy died. Kimberly, there's some stuff that happens with her and we'll talk about yep, that in we'll, a second. We'll, we'll hit that in a few. So, the only original Rangers that are left are Zack and Trini. Mm-hmm. But, guys, here's the thing. Draken has all the power coins. Yes. So they are referred to as the coinless. Yep. And they're, I mean, they're straight up leading a resistance army. I mean, yeah. Was it Skull is like a spy? He's in one of the, yeah. He's in one of the, he's like the Red Ranger sentry. Mm-hmm. So Draken's got, he's found a way to split the power and give it to multiple yeah. people. So he's got armies of Red Rangers, armies yeah. of, of Yellow Rangers yeah. and Black Rangers. He's figured out a way to manipulate the grid in a way that it shouldn't be. Manipulated, which is, is basically what we're causing this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So while that's going on, <laughs> um, Tommy and Draken come face to face with each other, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make Draken very happy, does it? Not at all. Not no. a, not at all. <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror that he did not want to look into. Well, and a lot of it is because he. So, and a lot of Draken's motivation here is to is he wants to be the pan ultimate ranger that is his that is his goal that we figure out later and he's there's some other fucked up shit that goes with it but <laughs> let's just stick with this tommy point yeah um he is so afraid of himself because he knows he himself is the x factor to a lot of this shit that he goes and starts killing any ultimate alternate universe Tommy that's a ranger. Yeah, once he or starts, could potentially be a ranger. Once he starts traveling through the multiverse, because what happens is when they defeat the the Black Dragon, they find out that because the, the other rangers can't morph, but they find out that Tommy's connection to the morphing grid is still stable, even though he's not on that reality. Mm-hmm. So they're able to like back end morph through his power coin. Yeah, which one? It's cool because they all the rangers become green. green yeah. Two, this also kind of sets up in the show why the green power is so erratic mm-hmm. because it's being stressed and you find out that it's essentially, it's not tied to the grid the same way that the other powers right. are. Because it's manufactured. It's it's a chaos energy, is really. Mm-hmm. And so every time they do something like this, it chips away at it a little more and a right. little more and a little more. Which brings, which kind of brings us back full circle to... The TV show, exactly where the TV where he's just like, yo, I'm just gradually losing my powers. Yeah, they're just so, going. Yeah, so what you find out is that what we now what we know now in the show that every time that Tommy was morphing, he was just like chipping away, yeah, infinitely at this like because the morphing grid is 
it's it's like the speed force like it replenishes itself like yeah. it's like it's it's built off of the fact that there are multiple generations of rangers and it's made to just replenish itself in any iteration of a ranger at any given time yeah and the, the morphing grid is something that exists throughout multiverse the multiverse the multiverse there's right. not different versions of it it right. is the it same is, thing. yeah it yeah it is the entire entity like it is that body yeah like it's like the the web in spider-man yeah it connects to every single facet of whatever spider-verse there is no different one there is not a supplementary one there is not web a and web b no it is the same one yep. and every spider is connected to it same thing with the rangers every ranger is connected to it no matter the timeline Yep. So here we go. So they managed to get Tommy back. They re they reestablish their link to the morphing grid. Draken comes with them. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to them. Yep. He gets ported over to their reality, mm-hmm. and he can't morph now. His his shit's broken. Right. And this leads us to a couple of cool re- revelations. One, there's an arc where we get actually get to see. Power Rangers in the 60s. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. That we see cool. that there's there's another team before Jason's team. Right. Which also leads to the fact that there's a gap in Rangers. So, like, in the 60s, there's, like, that team is just obliterated. Yeah. And then there's, like, literally, so the so if we're framing it The in, only one that survives, I think, is the Red Ranger. Right, only one that survives is the Red Ranger. So if we're putting it in context of them, how, you know, they modernized our group of Mighty Morphin and that group in the 60s, man, there's, like, a 50-plus year gap. Oh, before yeah, there's another, so many cool things. Yeah, before there's another Ranger team. It, and if there was, we just don't know about it. Exactly, because these, these guys came out of nowhere. Like the, the story kind of stops, and they do this one-off tale mm-hmm. of this... 60s group of rangers that are astronauts it's a very kind of fantastic four thing going on mm-hmm. and then it drops us right back into the story right and while that's all evolving draken goes somewhere to uh to get his powers fixed and i'm gonna turn it over to you here scholar because i know this is one of your favorite characters Ooh, yes um so another really big part of draken's plan is he wants to and this is where we kind of really start his his grand scheme mm-hmm. coming to fruition. He wants to wholly manipulate the morphing grid. Like he just wants to be the sole governing body of the grid. And what we figure out about the grid is, and this is through Zordon, is that there's actually these Eternals that are actually guardians of the grid. And in order to and this is actually really cool too, because Zordon we really don't have a lot of context of in the no. series. Um, he actually gives up his candidacy to be an eternal in order to try and stop the grid from breaking. Yeah. And they're like, this is what you want to do, but we don't have an answer. So you can ask anyway, but we're going to take your shit away from you. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of a fucked up deal. Anyway, detour. So dealing with higher beings is always kind of a, yeah. well, you're a dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> so because Draken knows that his powers are broken and he can't morph in this reality, he goes and seeks out Ninjor. Yeah. He's like one of the unsung, like he's like secretly kind of the seventh Ranger, but he's kind of not, but he kind of is, but whatever, we'll get there. Yeah. He's like, so he's the Ranger equivalent of like Rito Revolto. Yeah. So better. (laughs) Yeah. So what we figure out too, that they kind of mentioned in the series, but they dig more into here is that Ninjor is the, He's like a guardian of the grid. Like he knows how he knows how to distribute the power. He knows how to if your powers are broken, he can fix your powers. He's the one who forged the power yeah, coins. He's the one that forges the power coins and anything else that's in that lineage. Like all of the Ranger tech that is in whatever timeline basically splits from the sky. Yeah. Like he's created all of it. So Draken kidnaps a dude and is like, You're going to fix my shit and you're going to like we're well, going he- to find a way. Whether you like it or not, well, he comes to him kind of, of like claiming to be Tommy from an ultimate from from the future, saying I'm here because I'm trying to stop this very Terminator esque thing. And what Ninjor does is he one he even comments that these powers yeah. have just been mashed together, and that's yeah. why they're not working. Yeah, and they're yeah they're not supposed to be put together in the fashion they're put together. And he he recrafts them, so essentially it makes Draken stronger because mm-hmm. now his powers are more stable. Mm-hmm. So now he's an even bigger threat yeah thanks ninjor yeah but and, and if you notice like in that first and the first arc that we really dealt with him and we see him his powers are always consistently on the fritz 
that he can't like even before he gets ported to you know our universe or whatever he still didn't have great control of what he had yeah he always had to stay morphed because if he shifted out of it he didn't know if he could get back right so now to your point ninjor is like oh yeah i'll fix this for you because i mean you're supposed to be connected to the grid anyway mistake number one uh um, this is way too trusting yeah and once he figures it out he's like oh shit yeah because he knows that like i just gave this dude like unparalleled access to our entire infrastructure oh keys to the kingdom yeah and this and, is when it gets really hairy because as we mentioned when he's going through alternate timelines what fractures the grid right off the bat he kills tommy yeah yeah, he, like our time, our, our version of Tommy. Green he kills Ranger Tommy. Tommy. Yep. He kills him in an alley. Yep. Dragon dagger through the back. Bah, yep. Dead. And Kim was there. I was crying. Oh God, I was not okay. <laughs> I was crying. I was I not expecting. I was on an airplane reading this, and I I audibly went, "Oh shit!" Yeah. The like, stewardess is like uh, six sir. o'clock in the morning yeah. on a flight to you know Albuquerque, and people yeah. are like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Dude, Tommy just got killed." Okay. And they're like, <laughs> "What?" And there's this one dude in the back that's like. Yeah! <laughs> Were you on my flight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, when that happens, the grid shatters. Automatically. Because now, th- there's a paradox. Mm-hmm. Tommy killed Tommy before Tommy became the Tommy that killed him. So now, the, right. the grid just doesn't... It, it's, it starts breaking itself into pieces in order to try to protect itself. Right. And they, they show that in a really cool way, because it cuts to one of my favorite groups of rangers... Time Force. Yeah. I love Time Force. I love the Time Force Rangers. So just a small break before you continue this. Go ahead. We were talking, was it a couple weekends ago? Probably. And um, we were like, what's your most, you know, underappreciated, like, Ranger series? And I was like, I hated Time Force growing up. And now it makes so much more sense why it was so important. So, like, seeing them have that moment in this book was really fucking cool. I felt the same way about uh, SPD, and they're yeah. a big player yeah, in this book, Yeah, and they too. have a huge part in this series, so, yeah. Like, we, we traded. It was like, yeah. okay, you you can have time for us, I'll watch SPD, and now I feel better about life. Right. <laughs> so, what's happening is, her timeline starts deleting itself. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, Jin, who's the Pink Ranger, the yeah. leader of Time Force. Yeah, she's the first one to notice it. Like, she's even the... before they're on this mission, she was the first one to notice yeah. it. Yeah, and her entire team gets wiped out. Mm-hmm. They just get wiped out of existence. And Again. she's... Yeah. <laughs> and she's able to basically time jump, and she bas- she finds out where the fracture occurred, time jumps to try to stop it, and gets there a moment too late. So... Yep. Tommy's body is laying in Kim's arm, and Jen pops out of nowhere going, okay, we can fix this, we gotta get to work. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kimberly's like, but he's dead! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, now we start seeing the Rangers get, you know, just get thrown into overdrive, because Zordon, as, as we mentioned, he went and tried to become a Guardian, and tried to figure out how to protect the, the grid from happening. He's lost in the ether somewhere. Yeah. He's just kind of floating around his energy so the rangers are leaderless one of their own has just died mm-hmm. and they're up against the threat that they got no idea how to fight right because essentially they this makes lord zed look like a chump yeah it makes <laughs> lord zed look like a fucking bitch um, well because and this is the biggest hitch in it too is that they don't know how to fight him because they technically still don't know who tommy is at this point either yeah so they're like we've only really fought him on one side but the but when we were fighting him he was still unstable like his power wise like his power set was still unstable yeah so we we could get a leg up on him if we needed to but i mean us beating him was not that easy now they're facing a guy who basically just sent his fucking sentient fucking zord to beat their ass for 15 issues because he could because he could (laughs) just to see just to test the waters he's dipping his toe in the fucking pool he was charging that chaos crystal that allowed him to breach into the the grid itself anyway yeah and that's how billy and tommy ended up on the other yeah, side because like you know it was, it was some sonic shit he found the chaos emerald and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now draken fully powered goes on this quest and now like again like we mentioned a second ago he goes on a tommy murder spree like yeah. he pops further into the timeline where the Zeo rangers are yep and kills tommy yep and then like you don't see him kill 
Turbo Tommy, but mm-hmm. it's mentioned. But it's yeah, he <laughs> mentions yeah, he mentions that he was like, oh, you're a lot tougher than the last one. Yeah, that was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh. he's just been racking up you've a been, body count. Yeah, you've been busy. <laughs> Like there's a room full of corpses in the command center. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. So Congratulations. They, they managed to scrounge enough alien tech because the, the Rangers, with Jen's help, are going on basically retrieval missions to kind of build an antenna that'll help Zordon get back into his tube. Right. So once they get Zordon back, it's like all hands on deck. All the realities are under attack. Well, and the cool thing about this, too, is that it, it while Zordon is in the ether... Another thing that come out of uh, Billy and Tommy being trapped in the other reality was Saba. Now, we get more context on him as well, too, because when we meet Saba in Mighty Morphin, <clears throat> we just automatically assume that he was just this sentient fucking sword that, you know, alien fucking Zordon and alien fucking Alpha 5 came up with to, like, help out Tommy, like, help regulate his powers or whatever. Yeah. But what we find out is Saba actually existed in that previous universe and has some kind of connections to the Morphin Grid. They really didn't explain it still, but we're I probably we're not going to see that more. Cause yeah, the once, they, once they go into the White Tiger arc, then they'll explain that. But um, Saba's actually very intricate, a very intricate part in actually getting Zordon home. Yeah. Because of his connection to the grid. Yeah, they're able to communicate. So while Zordon's lost and like they're trying to build this antenna to bring him home, he's basically kind of sending them instructions through Saba. Mm-hmm. Now, the cool part here, when I say cool, it's kind of gruesome, is Saba becomes kind of fatalistic and decides that the only way to stop this is to try to kill Draken. Mm-hmm. And he goes after him and just tries to kill him just straight out. Yeah. And Draken grabs him and snaps rips his head him, yeah, off. Yeah, rips him clean off the hilt. Just snaps his head off, yep. tucks the sword into his belt, goes about his day. Yeah. And you're just like, uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Like, it, it's very unceremonious. It's not like, you know, he's strange and pop. Nah, he just, yeah, he just click. Just, uh. One, one, it kind of shows the, the inherent design flaw in Saba. Yeah. <laughs> Two, whoa. Yeah. So. You got a weak neck, bro. Yeah. Weak neck. So the, now the, the Rangers, with Jen's help, are going to all the other realities, trying to save whatever Rangers they can, mm-hmm. because Draken and his army are just marching into realities, and they're taking they're taking Rangers to, to use their powers to fuel Draken. Yes. He's, he's channeling more and more power, different types of powers, into his into into, into him. And the first big battle that kind of happens, well, two. So back to your point about SPD. SPD is the first kind of is the first one that, well, no, it was, um, Samurai was the first one to get invaded. Yeah. And you figure out Samurai becomes a big part because you realize that they have like a a big connection to the grid as well too. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it leads up to SPD being invaded and them trying to salvage as much as that team as possible. And that leads into space. Exactly. Which leads into space. So a lot of the existential, ones that we don't think about so uh time force spd space samurai you figure out those are very very important to the structure of the morphing grid and once draken starts taking down these pillars like these pillar ranger society shit just just infinitely starts breaking yeah it starts collapsing in on itself so when he takes down you first see it with samurai when he takes down that gang and universe of rangers the grid just 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 like almost kind of like implodes like right there because of the connection that they yeah, have yeah they the have grid. to teleport out because that world just goes boom yeah I th- is it i think they only get the red ranger out right yeah yeah yeah. It was, and it was the newer red ranger for yeah samurai not the the original one yeah, that we know yeah. from the series it was a sister so and she develops a kind of cool relationship with Jason. That was awesome. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Plus, Be- and, and I enjoyed on multiple fronts. Oh. One, um, because we we very rarely get outside of like their anniversary episodes and like their team ups. Like we very rarely get pure one on one interaction with the leaders of respective groups. Yeah. So the first them, real time was forever red. Exactly. So when you actually, we actually get this very pure point of two young leaders getting to know each other and it kind of blossoming into this like romance 
at the same time. It was there was a romance, there was a, a respective ability. It it was very even keel. They mm-hmm. you, they appreciated each other on multiple levels. Right. And what I like is there was no leadership combat. Jen knew obviously knew what the hell was going on, so right. Jason was taking his lead from her. Right. Then you brought Samurai in, and then when Andros showed up, because Andros shows up like on a life raft, basically. Yeah, he was like dead. Like visors yeah. crashed, his his gliders smashed, kind of like screeches to a halt in front yeah. of the command center. He's coming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the same thing with TJ. Like when TJ shows up, it's the space version of TJ. Yeah. And he is Which like, by far best version of TJ. Best version of TJ, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is like, even he is like, I have no fucking idea what just happened, but I don't have a team. Like, yeah. he took us down in seconds. Yeah, yeah they're, they're completely wiped out. I mean, and you find out that, that Draken, while he is harvesting these powers, he's also taking the surviving rangers hostage mm-hmm. because they're still, he needs them in order to, feel his own connection to their yes. powers as he steals them. So the Rangers deal him a hell of a blow because they, they're able to find where he's holding them and they, they, they beam in and get a lot of them back. Yeah. Uh, they get TJ back. Yeah. They get TJ. Yep. And then in one of probably the best power Rangers moments ever, Jason gives this epic speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now that they've kind of stabilized the grid more or less, because they've, they've limited Draken's ability to manipulate it. They've been broadcasting this distress call that hasn't been able to get through all the other realities. Mm-hmm. Well, now it does, and every single ranger shows if up. If they're available, they show up. The, Z- the, the, the Zeo rangers that show up, obviously Sans there, Tommy. Mystic Force shows up. RPM yep. Yep. showed up, and I was like... You guys are trash. Why are you here? <laughs> you're Turbo Light. Yeah, you're Turbo Light. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even Turbo Light. It's like Diet Dr. Turbo. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they don't even get like it's like the Walmart brand like they don't even get the the decency Dr. To be Thunder the Turbo brand. Power yeah yeah exactly oh, like they don't even get the fucking decency to oh, be man. like the light version I'm not even gonna that, that's just it's so true it's, it's so true. true of course me being who I am I'm kind of going alright they're making a big emphasis on the Gold Ranger being here is that Jason or is it Trey? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I no- need to know. Yeah, and that's the thing is that nobody knew. They don't tell you. And they don't tell you. They don't tell you. It's just all the Rangers are assembled. I think it was Jason, though. I'm fairly certain I think it was, it was Jason. Jason. Because they do a flash forward in one episode, and Jason was like just about to leave mm-hmm. because of the gold powers. So it's like, Yeah, because yeah, he was like, yeah. And that's, was when, like, that's when Tommy got killed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's yeah, Jason. Because <laughs> they were having that their classic conversation at the end of the series where yeah. he was like, yeah, I can't hold on to the gold powers because it's like killing me basically, and I have to you know give them back. So I think it was I, I think it was Jason. I'm just gonna. Well, yeah, Jason. he finds his best friend's body in the next room and goes, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's I can hold off for like two hours. Give me two hours. Um, I do love that Jason was that our Jason kept wearing the dragon shield. Like yeah. ever since Tommy died, he just didn't take it off. He just didn't take it off. Like well, they merged the power, and that was one of the most gripping moments because he's sitting there holding the power coin, and he's crying. Yeah, and <laughs> you you realize how strong of a connection that him and Tommy had built up over the course of the series. They went from where we were when we met them in the series, where they were beating the shit out of each other, and then this comic fast forwards that, and now Tommy's on the team, and they're figuring out how to work together, and they finally figure it out. And then Tommy's also still in the process of losing his powers at this point as well. And then them thinking he was dead the first time and then him coming back. And in that moment, Jason realized that, oh, shit, like this guy, like he's, you know, he's, he's one of us. Like, yeah, I, he's know, one he's, of us. Yeah. So let's talk about how Tommy comes back because it's, it's because of a character mm-hmm. that has become a fan favorite now. When she first showed up, she was just confusing she really as wasn't. hell. She really wasn't. Yeah, she was just very obs- obscure. So, remember how he mentioned Kimberly yeah. in the other universe? Yeah. Well, she gets kind of mind-fucked by Draken. Yeah. And she becomes essentially his scout mm-hmm. uh, that he sends out to other realities to hunt for power. She becomes the Ranger Slayer, which, one, awesome costume design. God, dude, the costume, like, like changing the black for the white. Oh, it was so good. And then inversing the pink. Oh, oh it was, man. It was so, such a great design. Um, and, and turned the, her fucking bow into the... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, her bow is like Perfect. the the sword of Perfect. darkness, like inverted, and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So, 
she shows up in the Go-Go books, which mm-hmm. is set like a year before. Yeah, Go-Go is there is like they're, they're it's, it's their year one. Yeah, so it's like year their one. first year of being Raiders. Yeah. yeah. So throughout the events of Go-Go, they're able to clear the spell that that Kimberly has over her from from Draken and she goes for the jugular like hard mm-hmm. because now she remembers that the Tommy who she's been serving willfully as you know whatever murdered all of her friends right so she's like I'm going to kill you yeah. like yeah, you're going to die yeah. and she's I, straight up I'm and gonna gonna the to... <laughs> was like I'm going to kill you and it's like oh well, that's how you feel. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's no playing. It's like, you're going to die. It's going to be by my hand. I'll see you when it happens. Click. <laughs> Billy's just sitting back like, oh, my. Oh. <laughs> What'd you oh. like George to K that? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. So the Ranger Slayer now joins the team, and she takes a shard of the Chaos Emerald, mm-hmm. and while Tommy is dying? Mm-hmm. Shoots him with it. Yep. Essentially trapping part of him in that Chaos Emerald. Mm-hmm. So you've got Tommy's body, and then you've got essentially what amounts to his soul, kind of in suspension in this Chaos Emerald, as Draken takes all the power. Mm-hmm. He, despite all the Rangers being assembled, he beats them. And this is a really cool moment, too, <laughs> because, like, very rarely do we get a pure instance of. The bad guy won. This is a very pure instance of the bad guy fucking won. Because the technology he took from Ninjor, he was still using it. Which means he could still acquire ranger powers. And what what we began to see across multiple books is as he's stealing ranger powers, his suit is morphing to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Because he's... Ninjor has basically enabled him to be able to cobble these powers together without having the residual feedback that yeah. you would have. He's not unstable. I mean, exactly. He is completely absorbing these powers. He absorbed right. the Zeo power. He absorbed Samurai power. Yep. He Dino Thunder. He gets yeah. all of it. And then as you as he is trying to mount his resistance as, you know, his his pieces kind of start falling, he goes back and grabs Ranger villains. And we're not talking like, oh, he's going to get Goldar. Like, he no, he goes and gets fucking Rangers that were villains, so he brings back old school Korag and the Psycho Rangers. The Psycho and, Rangers, yeah. I love the Psycho Rangers, dude. Like he just he reaches in and says, "You know what? Like there's motherfuckers that hate you." And it just what I love is that was Kyle Higgins going, "Okay, what can we do?" Yeah, yeah. He was like, "What haven't I done yet?" He reached way back, like the second I remember, because you and I were both reading this issue at the same time. Yeah, texting each other. The Psycho Rangers? Yes, the Psycho Rangers? And we hadn't seen the Psycho Rangers in years. Decades. Yeah, not since uh, the Space and Overdrive crossover. No, yeah. Space and SPD. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time. We only saw one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we saw one Psycho. Yeah. That was it. So, now he's got his army of villains that are just haranguing the rest of the Rangers, and he makes his big play. And you find out he doesn't want to manipulate the grid. He wants to enter it. Yeah walk full body into the grid and yeah. he does and when that happens all the other rangers cease to exist yeah, they just blink out of existence boom yeah they're no longer rangers and we wake up in this weird ass pleasantville kind of yeah, it was reality weird. where tommy is the only ranger and he's kind of like superman yep living on a farm yep with his aunt and uncle who are Zordon and Rita. It's weird. It's it's so weird, but it also shows how much this version of Tommy wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. Look at me. I'm Lord Draken. I saved the day. I have a cape now. Yeah. Well, when that happens, that Chaos Emerald that... Chaos Emerald? See, I'm, I'm sonicking myself here. Mm-hmm. That has the other part of Tommy pops into existence... And he's actually kind of brought into the, the, the same place where the Guardians of the Grid are. Right. And they're kind of like, look, you don't know what's going on. Here's what's happening. Yeah. They basically gave him a crash course <laughs> in how Draken just basically wiped the floor with You're 25 one, generations of Rangers. <laughs> You're our one shot to fix this kid. <laughs> and he was like, but we asked you before. <laughs> And you said no. 
like, shut up. Yeah. You're going to fix this. So Tommy He's gets, like, I know. God damn it, I know. Tommy gets thrown back onto this planet. Mm-hmm. And as he starts to come across his friends, they start to remember him. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's kind of waking up their connection to the grid right. one, one by one. So back to your you know Pleasantville comment, because Draken wanted to be the the end all be all. He wipes everybody's memories and knowledge of like, Rangers and the grid and yeah. you know Angel Grove proper and any other universes that may be connected to it. Like he was like yeah, done. Nothing. I'm the that, only one that should have knowledge of this it. shit. Yeah. So when that's happening, of course Draken feels it and he comes gunning for Tommy. Problem is now that they're more closely linked because Draken is connected directly to the grid as is Tommy, their powers cancel out. Mm-hmm. And it's just a slugfest. Tommy versus Tommy. That's what we always wanted. We got it like four times, though, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Green Ranger versus what? That the Western episode yep. where they all had chaps for some reason. It's weird. The weird Dino Thunder. I'm in the hospital. I have to fight everybody except Turbo because we all wanted to forget that existed. Yep. So it's not exactly a new concept, but it's it was not. fun because. It, it's there's no powers involved. It's just the two of them kicking the shit out of each other. And it was great. It was great. And Tommy wins. Our Tommy wins, mm-hmm. obviously. And essentially, they go back into the grid, and the original five rangers are given with sorry six rangers with Tommy are basically given the ability to heal the grid. Mm-hmm. They can bring it back, but it comes at a price. Yeah. None of them are going to remember. Mm-hmm. There's just the paradox is going to override itself. Yep. If they choose to put everything back as close to the way it was before, they'll this will all be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, that weighs on them. I mean, they've been they've experienced some real shit. Yeah. Through this, but they decide to do the right thing. They reestablish the grid. Poof! Everything's back in Angel Grove. But there's some there's some leftovers yeah. uh, because not every not every piece fits back together the way it should. People and some, some things fall through the cracks, which really takes us into the next generation of storytelling. So you, mm-hmm. you want to kick it off? Yeah. So <clears throat> what we find out is it, to on these multiple broken parts. So Tommy is still one of them. He's still not in existence. Yeah. Period. Like he's just not. And because that was kind of part of the deal is because I'm not physically here. In order for us to fix the grid, I have to give myself to it. Yeah. Period. And that means he had to, because that was the only way they were getting rid of Draken, is that he had to counteract Draken. But then, because the grid itself wasn't all the way back together, this meant that there were rangers that were on the outskirts that didn't kind of know they were, but as the grid was being fixed, they kind of got blown out of anybody's kind of like timeline so they still end up in ours but they're blown out of the regular fixing of the grid yeah they're, they're not anchored to the grid anymore mm-hmm. they're self-contained mm-hmm. it's a hodgepodge of rangers it's really cool it's a really really cool um faction of rangers that they decided to, to use for this because you got so ranger slayer still there mm-hmm. uh magna ranger um samurai green which is like one of my favorite rangers oh, yeah. he's so badass um um, Dark Ranger, which is really cool, and they just revealed um, him in and the they last. Just year. revealed who that was, yeah. and I was like, "How the fuck did I not see that coming?" Yeah, yeah, we'll no spoilers. Yeah, but but that was definitely a whoa. Yeah, it was it was great. Like if you guys are like deep into the Ranger lore, you kind of would have saw this coming. Um, says the two people who are deep into Ranger lore. This is the two coming. people that are deep <laughs> into Ranger lore and still kind of didn't see it coming. Uh, Tanya. Yep, Tanya. Uh, Turbo Tanya. Yeah. No, it was, or, no, it was Zio Tanya. Zio Tanya. I feel like I'm missing one. Andros. 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 Yeah, Andros. Andros is there. Yeah, I'm like, there's a red somewhere. Where's the red? Hmm. So Andros is there, and then they introduce a new ranger, an entirely new ranger. Which is awesome, which they haven't done in a while. In years. Because here's the thing, is that a lot of people are like, oh, the Dark Ranger's new. He's not new. He's not fucking new. He didn't make it into the U.S. series. He didn't series. make it into the U.S. series. He was... He was a big part yeah, of the Yeah, he others. was a big part 
of the Dino, what was that? Um, Dino Charge. Dino Charge, yeah. He was a big part of Dino Charge in, J- in Japan. So in the Sentai series, huge part of the Sentai series. They just didn't cross over here. And I, I don't know if it's because they just didn't have time to add him or if they didn't think it would have added context to the story or well, if they didn't really want to like... That season was real short anyway. It was. That was one of the rare Ranger seasons recently that had that didn't get like a season two. Yeah. Which is weird because out of a lot of the Ranger series that were going on at the time, that one was actually really popular. Um, and I like that one a lot as well. Oh, like, yeah. I would have I rather two seasons of that than two seasons of Megaforce. <laughs> you guys just see Joe's face. It's, it's like his brain like shut down and like rebooted. Knock off Olmec. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's Olmec's second cousin, twice removed. No. <laughs> no, I... I... Whatever slack I have cut you in previous episodes is gone when it comes to knock off Olmec. <laughs> just no. Yes, I have achieved. <laughs> they were dressed as pirates. They so so here's the, so here's the weird thing, right? This is like the second time that I remember them doing this kind of weird short Ranger history break. So the pirate costumes—that's a whole other series altogether. Well, yeah. So was so was the White Ranger. Exactly. He came so from the White Ranger different came from series. Higher different series that they ported over. Yeah. So originally, the series that the White Ranger came from, they were going to change all of the costumes. Yeah. But because Mighty Morphin was so popular, they were like, "Oh, let's just keep it. Like, let's yeah. bleed our season two and not." They just the costumes lifted him and just out. Lifts. Yeah. Let's just lift the White Ranger out of it. Put him here. That's fine. We're good. We Which don't need it. Why you also see more scenes that are filmed. In costume in yeah, Angel Grove, exactly. That's and that's why there's so many separated scenes because of that. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about the comics too, kind of why we're on this this weird Ranger break, is we actually see a lot of Rangers in the comics that are taken from Sentai. Yeah. That we've never gotten. Dark and Ranger look. And that's cool example. shit. Oh yeah. Like in that whole like grid battle scene, there's teams of Rangers that we even haven't seen in years, like the Aqua Rangers, or that we just didn't get at all. I, got, I was happy because the Quantum Ranger showed back oh, up, dude, and I was yeah. like, dude! Quantum's one of my favorites, bro. Right? Oh, Mr. I Hate Time Force. Look, man. <laughs> the T-Rex. You can't deny the, Q- the Q-Rex. Come on, bro. I'm not. I'm, it, it's a space tra- It's a time-traveling T-Rex spaceship. I'm going to give that to you. <laughs> like, I was actually voting for him to kick their ass most of the series. Yeah, I was... I'm not going to go there, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I hated Time Force at that yeah, point. Okay, but um, can we at least agree that Serpentera was just, you know, the, the Red Thunder Zord with a paint job? Yep, it was. Um, <laughs> Which, it shows up cool. It does. Yeah. Um, also, another group of Rangers that shows up that a lot of people may not have a lot of knowledge of is Hyperforce. Yes. This is fucking cool because Hyperforce was a gang of Rangers that was created as part of a Ranger, like, D&D game. Mm-hmm. And, it's one of their deck building games, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of their deck building games too. So the cool thing is, is that group of Rangers is actually a split off from Time Force. Mm-hmm. So they're like the alternate Time Force team. Yeah. So as Time Force, and and it's cool how they explain it because and we've always had this theory that uh, Lightspeed evolved into SPD, or they at least live in the same universe. Yeah. And SPD, for whatever purpose, turns into Time Force, and then bleeds into hyperforce because now hyperforce their job is to go through ranger history and correct what's yeah been fucked up and because of that they actually they're got, working overtime right yeah, they're now working overtime. <laughs> um they actually got put into this series as well too which is awesome mm-hmm. because you actually see when they do that big composite zord oh um, yeah one of the hyperforce rangers like one of their zords was actually fucking part of it yeah it was like, they, they, they do like this because all the zord like in the final battle before Draken, you know, wins, like half the Zords get fragged, so they end yeah. up making like this Sanford and Son version of a Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. get assembled. Lamont comes down the stairs. Yeah, there's <laughs> like they start screaming Elizabeth, like you know, whatever. Um, but the cool thing in that scene too is that you know when you talk multiple Zords, there were multiple Zords that were on the battlefield from various series. Oh yeah. Um, and, and we saw multiple iterations. I mean, at the same yep. time, we had Shogun Zords, Ninja Zords. Mm-hmm. We had all of it. Um, so now you've got this after the grid story arc because Mighty Morphin is essentially on pause. Yes. Because in that moment when the Rangers heal the grid, that's th- this pocket of time is where 
the after the grid arc is happening because mm-hmm. again the grid hasn't been fixed it's it's still healing right. itself yeah the grid is still fucked up yeah, like still in a massive massive way and these rangers are trying to help fix it but at the same time they're not connected to the grid anymore mm-hmm. so their powers are really flighty yeah and then we have the introduction of the solar ranger yeah who one Amazing she's costume cool design. Shit, the costume is great. Yeah, I love that costume. She's she's an interesting character. I didn't think you can get in, more enigmatic than the Ranger Slayer, and somehow they did it. Yeah, yeah, no, they did. So, so while while that's still evolving, we don't know how it's going to quite shake out. Yeah, because we, we, we both think it's going to lead to the White Tiger arc. Yeah, which I think is um, imminent. Oh, because yeah. and so and we talked about this too. Is and this story kind of leads into the Shattered Grid thing too. So, uh, Soul of the Dragon. Which um, Higgins, once he wrapped uh, Grid, he was like, cool, my next story is this Tommy story. So that's why he's not writing the current one. Yeah. So now that his, now that Dragon has been out for two months, um, three months, I guess. Yeah. um, You can, he's like, cool. He's probably like, I'm about to write my next opus, bitch. Well, he's also, he was, we found out he was working with the creative team for the the game. Yes. So So uh, that's also probably why he backed off yeah so battle for the grid um is the new power rangers fighting game it's going to be digital only um and it's actually coming the backbone of this game was actually um oh god what's the name of the fucking game um power rangers it's not legends is it or is it i play it all the fucking time so i should know (laughs) um you do that, and I'm doing future fight like all the freaking time. Yeah, uh, Legacy War. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, so Power Ranger Legacy War. Um, to your point, I need to play more future fight. I just log in and get my shit. And, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so it's built off the backbone of Legacy War. So it's still being done by that same team and then the team at Hasbro. Um, but it looks to be a little more expansive, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're doing like a three on three like Dragon Ball Fighters, like Marvel vs. Capcom kind of yeah. thing with it. It's supposed um, to be, you know, cross-platform, too. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, um, I think the only system it's not coming out for is Wii, or, uh, excuse me, Switch, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's going to be PC, PS4, Xbox. Um, and then it's supposed to be cross-platform. Mm-hmm. They haven't said if your legacy, any of your legacy stuff will carry over. I think it is, I think, because I think they're just going to patch. Which they, <laughs> they're just going to back end it in. Yeah, which they should. Um, be, they'd be crazy not to, yeah. just from a logistic perspective right. but if you guys pre-order it it's like you get the green ranger v2 skin which a lot of people may not be familiar with that's um, from the dino thunder episode it's got the mm-hmm. silver lining on yeah. the helmet that was divisive yeah so that but that costume actually ended up becoming like the main costume for the last couple of years it did until the uh the bat in the sun thing mm-hmm. versus uh, Ryu. Yeah, and they, they kind of changed they it back and it. used like a composite of the two. They just made it gold instead of silver. Yeah, um, and then uh, I think if you get the, like the deluxe one, you get, I, th- I think you get um, you get one of the Draken costumes. I think it's the the um, V2, the black Yeah, dragon. I think it's I think it's, I think it's V2 um, and then I think I think you get like something Ranger Slayer related to Yeah. But, anyway, yeah. so Soul of the Dragon is kind of the 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 history of Tommy after this most recent crossover yeah. up until his retirement. Yeah. And so a little bit more context yeah. here. So it's it happens way after the grid stuff. Happens kind of so the anniversary episode for Power Rangers this year, this is kind of where this arc kind starts. of starts and then continues from there. Yeah. So Tommy it, it it's kind of like Old man Logan for Tommy. Yeah, it's great. I mean, his, his powers don't work right anymore. His bodies don't. His, his body doesn't work right anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some stitch going down. But it's really the story of him and his son because we learned way back in Zio, mm-hmm. Zio, right? Yes. Him yeah. And Kat got Once together. upon a ranger. Yeah. That we find out that Tommy's son JJ is a ranger. Yep. And this goes full circle. It brings it back. We yeah. See what he. Well, and at that point too, when we find that out in Zio. It just kind of was like, oh yeah, and his son's a ranger, and it's just like, uh, and then it just drops off. The buddy, the, yeah, it just blinks out of existence. Um, but yeah, continue. Yeah, so this is all a story of JJ as a ranger, and he's kind of 
when I say following in Tommy's footstep, he's the ranger that's willing to go outside the lines a little more. Mm-hmm. So this so Soul of the Dragon, <laughs> yeah, Soul of the Dragon is actually really really cool because you start to see just how much the ranger universe is changing, mm-hmm. but how it's much how it's staying the same as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna get into the main story details because it's a really great read. I'm, I'm gonna tell you one thing: the story ends with. JJ as a ranger wearing the dragon shield. Yeah. Which is just awesome. <laughs> and the cool thing is too is that he's actually he's green. Yeah. Like he's a green, he's which a, is awesome. Yeah, he's a green ranger who's wearing the dragon shield. We'll leave it to, we'll leave it there so you can go read Soul of yeah. the Dragon because it's also, great. Also, fucking Sky basically replaces Doggy Kruger, and that's cool as shit. Right? Spoiler. Well <laughs> just so you know. I'm fine with that because there was no way that, that head was fitting into the Shadow Ranger helmet. Oh yeah, no. Do- yeah. No. Come on. <laughs> I'm I still just, trying to figure that out, man. But Doggy Kruger's cool as shit. Oh, he's, he's great. Shout but, out to Doggy Kruger. Yeah, I, I don't know how he became a ranger in that. I mean, he's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Let's forget it. It's too so, much. yeah. Too um, that's our special on Shattered Grid. Uh, Lee, any recommendations? This is probably the best comic book read of 2018. To be perfectly honest with oh, you. Oh, absolutely. There was, and there was so much shit. Like, and this is not discounting like anything that Tom King did. Like all of Tom King's shit last year was absolutely phenomenal. Mr. Miracle's coming out on trade soon. Pick it up. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, but I think this impacted me a little more than the Batman stuff because, and, and mostly because I think the Batman stuff, I still don't feel is complete. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. Grid was complete. For me, it was a breath of fresh air. I was getting so frustrated with Marvel, and I was waiting for things for to develop with DC that right. this was just a palate cleanser. Yeah. This reminded me why I loved comics. I have never been more excited in the last couple of years. Oh, dude, there were some times I'd go to the shop, and I'd only pick up Power Ranger stuff. I'd pick up Power Ranger stuff and maybe like Batman. I'm like, all right, I'll be back for everything else later. Yeah. Like, I didn't care to I can't count else. the number of times where I was impatient and bought an issue while I was checking in at the airport, because I was like, I gotta have something to read. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> same. I think I bought like a couple Power Rangers episodes, like or like issues, like twice. Yeah, um, did not did not feel yeah, bad about did, it. Yeah, did not give fucks. Um, and I think a large part of why this is my favorite book for last year too was um, Kyle Higgins, and we talk about this quite frequently. Is underrated very much in so. our comic book writer community. The dude has written so much great shit. Um, notably, like his his. Nightwing and then turning into Grayson, like Agent Grayson run. Mm-hmm. Well, Nightwing the New Order was oh, great. Shit. And then, yeah, Nightwing the New Order was great. Like, this guy, like, he gets not only like angsty teenage characters, he also gets um, evolving young adult heroes. He gets character well. evolution really well. Exactly. And and this is what Shattered Grid I didn't had. Think, I didn't think he, there was possible to give any more character evolution to Tommy and somehow he did it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like okay. and he and he was able to do it for all of them. He did it for Jack, uh, for Zach, he did it for Tommy, he did it for Jason. Oh, the Zach for, was great. Did it for Trini, which I thought was awesome because we knew jack shit about Trini at all. Yeah. And she ended up becoming one of my favorite characters not only in this one but in Gogo. Because oh, she's they, great in Go-Go. Because she... She's like my favorite character in Go-Go. Yeah, because they gave her so much more life and so much more context, which I think her character really deserve. Um, Especially then, given what happened in, in reality with yeah. the young lady who played Trini. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same thing for Kimberly, too. Like, you, we got heel turn Kimberly, and we have normal Kimberly. And it was fucking great. Yeah. It was awesome. So... Yeah, I mean, definitely get into the Power Rangers books. Uh, we're only a few issues into the After the Grid arc, so you can get caught up easily. Yeah, it's like five. Is we're like five or six. Five issues? or six yeah, issues. Yeah, the so first trade's coming out yeah. soon. Go Go is still going. Like, so was like issue fifteen or sixteen. Right I now? think fifteen yeah. or sixteen. Yeah. So it's still pretty easy to get into. Uh, but with that, gang, tune in next week. Yeah. I do recommend though, <laughs> if you guys read oh, yeah, here we go. Grid, read it from the beginning. If you can find zero. Read from zero up to issue thirty. Yeah, and the annuals. If you can find the annuals, if you have to buy them digitally, just buy the shit digital. It'll yeah, just like shit ton of fucking time. Read front you front uh, to back. Yeah, read it because you can't. You we broke it down here yeah. and we still left we, so much still, out. Yeah, there's still a <laughs> shit ton of it missing. So if you're if you're going to read it, read it from start to beginning or from from beginning to end. Read the go gos that go with it. And I think there's like I think one of the GoGo annuals was tied to it. GoGo annual, and then like GoGo's nine and ten, because mm-hmm. that's the whole Ranger mm-hmm. Slayer thing. 
Um, and then I don't recommend you watch the Hyperforce D&D. You can if you want to waste two hours watching like Rangers play D&D. Um, but there's story synapses for like yeah, Hyperforce. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's easily yeah, that's, look at, you can research yeah, so on Wikipedia. I would do that, but definitely, um, and really the only other context you have going into the story is that you may have to go back and watch some Ranger episodes. That's if I you did. want to. That's if you want to. Like the the story does not demand it, but it no. will instill a desire to go back and watch Rangers. Yeah, SPD, <laughs> Samurai, Time Force, um, Zio, Zio. Went back and watched that one, um, and I've watched enough Mighty Morphin that I didn't need to fucking. Watch oh man, anything. I have Mighty Morphin memorized. It's, yeah, it's burning in the back of my fucking. Brain, I'm still but. angry when the dinosaurs got destroyed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> man. No, like nine year old me was traumatized by that shot of the. T-Rex sinking into the volcano. Yeah. I was not happy yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. Gonna cry later. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> that's... That That finally concludes our episode yeah, that's, on... That is, this, this is the wrap. This uh, is the wrap. On Power Rangers and Shattered Grid. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Tune in next week for Power Production.